0: All right, we are back, and standing by to join us in the second half of the show is author Michelle Gable. We're going to talk about her latest book, The Book of Summer. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? Great. Great. Thanks for coming on the show again. Oh, thank you for having me. I really enjoy your books, and this is obviously very timely, The Book of Summer. Yes, (laughs) yes, (laughs) hopefully. So tell me about how you decided to choose this time period and Nantucket. So I had read an article in Vanity Fair
1: about the homes on Nantucket, in Sconset on the easternmost side of the island that are, were built on the bluff. They've been in the families for generations, and many of them are in danger of falling over the bluff due to erosion, and actually some have come down. And I don't know, I that just immediately struck me as a great setting for a house for multiple generations of women that could have come into and out of. So we do have a modern-day character who's a... The matriarch of the family, and she's determined to save her house, whether, you know, she, she uses every <laughs> last dime of hers and every last ounce of her goodwill. Yes. And then we have, um, it goes back and, and forth in time, and, and I love World War II novels. It's one of my favorite genres, but it's almost, they almost always take place in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to um, set it stateside and kind of explore the war from, from the view of the people left behind.
0: I, I love how you blend fact and fiction. Is that correct? Yeah, thank you so much. That is, you know, I love
1: to read books that send me Googling. So when somebody says one of my books sent them Googling and seeing like, wait, is that erosion really happening? Mm-hmm. Or did that person really? I love that. That's the highest compliment someone can give me.
0: So tell me about your writing process. I mean, do you get an idea and then does it evolve as you're writing? I always had this conversation with writers. Like, do you have a total roadmap in front of you or do these characters evolve?
1: Yeah, they, they do tend to evolve. I do start with a pretty good, um, you know, I immediately saw the house and then mm-hmm. this guest book, which is the Book of Summer, which is what the book is called, but there's a guest book central to this house that all the people that have stayed there have written in, and I knew that would be the vehicle, kind of bringing the characters into and out of the storyline, mm-hmm. and I knew I, and I saw Sissy, who is the main um, the matriarch of the family. I knew she was going to be trying to save her house, and then you know, I kind of I spent a lot of time thinking about it, outlining, thinking about the characters, what are their problems, what are their personalities, and I do start with an outline, but um, over time, and that's just because it helps me, so yes. I'm not ever feeling like I'm staring at a blank page, <laughs> right. I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> but over time, definitely, people evolve. Um, There's a character in the book of Summer, Evan, and he wasn't going to have a very big role, but he ends up having a big role. I took out a character. So that sort of stuff happens, and and they really do, the characters really do tend to take on a life of their own.
0: So you were on my show previously talking about your book, A Paris Apartment. And Mm -hmm. how long does it take you to write a book? Because I felt like, wow, you are just... Cranking out these wonderful <laughs> books.
1: Yeah, I can write a book pretty quickly when I'm uh, in writing mode because mm-hmm. I try to write. You know, I have a daily word count, and I write a thousand to fifteen hundred words a day. And if a book is hundred thousand words, you know, you can do that in a few months. Now, of yeah. course, that's not anything <laughs> that you would show anybody <laughs> at that point. Um, so I do spend, you know, so I can writing the book takes maybe three four months. But of course, then there's months of editing, and then before that, months and months of research, and then I also know that once I finish the book and I finish editing it to the best of its, you know, the best I can, and then I send it off to my editor, I know I also have some time to do a bunch more research so I can fold that in, uh, in, the, in the first kind of round of edits when I get back her comments. So it is, it's an ongoing process. It definitely right. takes, um, so the book itself, you know, I can, and I can write it pretty fast, but getting it into, into what's on the shelf is, oh, is a different matter.
0: Of course. I find it really interesting how you had a career, a 20-year career in finance, and Mm -hmm. my show is called Get the Funk Out, and we go through these ups and downs in life, career, Mm -hmm. personal, whatever. How did you decide to switch gears?
1: So I've been writing since I was 10 years old, and it's always been something I've done on the side, Um, but I also liked numbers, and I knew I wanted to, you know, have a pay my rent. And right. <laughs> eat. Right. Good things like that. I wasn't going to be a starving artist. So I, you know, I went into my career and I always just wrote on the side. And, um, you know, my first book, A Paris Apartment, it came out shortly before I turned 40. And I continued to work in my job for a couple more years. Um, you know, my husband was very supportive, like, do whatever you want. But, you know, I, I loved my job. It was, they were very supportive of me. It was a fantastic company. They would let me go, they would give me leave so I could go on book tour. Wow, Uh, that's great. I know. They were just so supportive. But I got to the point where it was just I felt I was giving up too much. I wasn't spending enough time with my family. I don't have a nanny, so that's another matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I traveled so much for my day job, and then I was going on book tour, and my husband was left to juggle it all, and he works. And it just and then I was giving up um, opportunities with my foreign publishers. You know, they wanted to fly me out to do this event or that event in really cool places and really neat locations. And it just got to the point where it was just too hard, and I had to let the, the other job go. And it was, a, you know, it was a really hard decision. I was, yeah, it was something I built for 20 years. Yes. I was an executive level. I was proud of my career. I loved it. Um, and you know, I worry writing was an escape for me, so I was very concerned that. If I if writing became my main job, that it sure. wouldn't be an escape anymore. Yes. Um, but it's been a year, and so far, um, so good. But it, it was a really it was a really hard decision. But I am also contracted to have a book out every year through 2019. Okay. So I, I told as I told my boss, my boss was trying to convince me to stay. I said, I'm like, that's like if somebody had a baby every year and oh, went no. on leave. <laughs> <She's>
0: like, stop <laughs> having babies. You're done. <laughs> no pressure, Michelle. Just crank out that baby. Yeah, I mean, that book exactly. every and year. And yeah. Come on. When's the next one coming? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really inspiring, though, uh, when you talk about your writing process and how, you know, it's scary to make a huge career change, but you kind of have to follow your passion, your heart, what drives you, and it sounds like that was writing.
1: Yep, exactly, and it was—it was even more hard because it wasn't that my job was just safety. I liked my day job too. Most writers don't like their day jobs as mm-hmm. much as I loved. Them. I mean, I genuinely loved mine. It—it it gave me a charge. It made me excited, and so, yeah. I, but I had to take the leap, and I had to trust that, you know, it was the right thing to do, and that I could—that writing could be a career and still enjoyable to me, and not feel like, oh, this is you know, sure. the job. Yes, so, Yes. Um, it definitely felt, it, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a tough decision, but it, but it was the right one in the end.
0: Was it tough, I'm just curious, getting an agent and, you know, getting somebody interested? Because I would imagine not. I mean, you have a great grasp of what well, you need to do.
1: Well, you know, getting an agent wasn't so hard. I, I followed, um, you know, I studied it like a business, like mm-hmm. anything else. And I saw, okay, which, what agents represent what type of work? How do you query them? How do you, you know, I didn't have a connection of any kind. Uh, how do you get your manuscript into the best? Um, shape and how do you, you know, do's and don'ts, and, you know, to I wanted to act like I knew what I was doing when <laughs> I was sending it <laughs> to agents,
0: yeah.
1: and um, and I, I got an agent relatively quickly, you know, it, it took a long time, but, you know, it wasn't, it, I what? didn't feel like I went through tons of rejections, sure. I definitely had rejections for sure, but right. not tons of, but what was really challenging was actually getting, her, her, she, she um, spent uh, over five years trying to sell various books of mine that never sold to publishers.
0: Whoa, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, wow. and and agents, you know, they don't get paid till you get paid, and so she was basically working for free, and I'd always tell her, you can fire me, like, I know you're not just doing this, and she, she's like, I believe in she you. She believe you know. in you. Oh, yeah. And she, I had, you know, I had many close calls. I had canceled contracts. I had a book that almost went to auction, and then all the publishers dropped out at the last minute. It was just... Five years of that, and I through it all. I'm just, I just kept writing and writing, and I'm like, well, I'll write another book and another book,
0: and another <laughs> book after that, and eventually one of these things is going to sell. And now, New York Times and USA Today best-selling author. Yep, yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> I fantastic. Thought. I mean, just so determined. I love it. Have your coworkers read your books? Oh
1: yeah, they come to my signings. They're Aww. so supportive. Um, my my boss or my former boss, you know, the CEO of my company, came to signing and bought like twenty copies. Oh, that's great. So they yeah, they've read it. Um, you know, you always feel a little funny. It's like when your parents read it because you know there's some you know, you know, romantic moments shall of we course. say, or things like that, or you know things yeah. that you know you wouldn't necessarily discuss with your boss or parents. Of course. Uh, so it's always a little funny. But, As you're turning um, bright they're, they're, red they're reading. <laughs> Yeah, and, and with my last book that came out, you know, the other times I was still working there when I, my past two books came out, mm-hmm. but I've gotten tons of emails from them since my last book came out saying, oh my gosh, I picked it up, it was so great, um, great. or they've come to my signings, things like that, so it's just, you know, they've been great.
0: Do you have an idea of what uh, the next books, the next you know series of books will look like? I mean, do you have any Oh yeah, know? I'm
1: working on my uh, book for ne- the book that will come out next summer, and I've been, I've actually been working on it for a year. It's taken a lot of time. It's it's quite a bit longer than my mm-hmm. previous books, and it involves a lot more uh, real people. So that means a lot more <laughs> research, uh, <laughs> and it it will take place um on Cape Cod, and then also Hollywood and Rome.
0: Oh how nice. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be traveling to get. You do your research. Yes, I'm actually going to Rome on Friday. Oh, how so
1: nice! I know it's it's tough. It's tough. But it's you really got, rough. Yes, you, you got to set your books where you want to go.
0: Okay, Australia. I know. <laughs> Any advice before we wrap up for writers that are listening? Um, again, I mean, I just
1: think a big difference a lot of times between a published writer and someone who's not is someone that actually keeps writing in it. A lot of people say they want to write a book, mm-hmm. but are they actually doing the steps to write a book or are they just talking about it? Yes. Um, how, how badly do you want it? And you have to want it pretty badly to face all that rejection. People always ask, how many times I was rejected? And I'm like, okay, I'm a CPA. I can't even count that high. <laughs> like, I have no idea. it's amazing. Uh,
0: you know, you have to just keep at it if that's what you want. I've heard if you're writing nonfiction to try to be a guest blogger. That's some advice yeah, I've that, gotten. Yeah, if you have a niche or you're gu- – yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would think that would help. Yeah. I might have to talk to you offline about that if you have any insight because I'm working on something. So, But you do have to push yourself. You have to make that commitment. Find the editor. You know, start really writing a certain word count, as you said, daily.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah. treat it like a, a job, you know, mm-hmm. um, if, if, that's what, if that's what you want. You know, yeah. you know some people – plenty of people write and they don't, you know, they don't intend to publish and they don't want to it out there and that's fine. That's, you know, that's also a good thing. But right. if you want it to be, if you want other people whose job it is to publish books, you know, you need to treat it like a job. Yes, too.
0: yes. Where can people find out more about you? Um, well, my, my website is
1: michellegable.com and it's Michelle with two L's, G-A-B-L-E and then I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, all the, all the sites and also on Pinterest, um, I, I, tra- I pin all my research, as so you can read articles that have inspired my books, and I also pin all my favorite books that I've read.
0: I have a question, because mm-hmm. I'm a mom. How do you make time to write, you know, if your kid's around, or do you have the times you write when they're not around?
1: Um, I get it in wherever I can. So mm-hmm. my second book, uh, My Girls Play Softball, and I wrote that um, almost entirely in my car while they were warming up. Or right. behind the out, you know, by <laughs> hand. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've written many times in the pickup line by hand. So it really is when you can get it. Or if they're doing homework, you know, I'll work then.
0: Yeah, see, that's passion right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelle, thank you so much for calling into the show. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Michelle Gable calling in to talk about her latest book, The Book of Summer. If you are a writer, you're aspiring to write a nonfiction fiction, this is a great conversation we just had. If you missed it, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Now I'm going to play an interview I did with the director of Swim Team, and this is an incredible film. I got a chance to watch uh, last week and uh, enjoy this one. This will also be up on my show blog. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit Moms, M-O-M-Z, underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.